And we're back. <laughs> like we never left. Uh, man, a couple of people that are having terrible times. R. Kelly, they're just piling it on. R- Every time I opened up my app, I look, okay, I said he was having a bad week. I didn't say, I mean, bad month. I didn't say he didn't deserve it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> You know who's having a bad time right now? The devil. Oh, my. Oh, my God. I'm like, every time I'm like, somebody somebody talking, they got pictures with him and Aaliyah. I was like, nigga, your house of cards is is falling down. Every three days, R. Kelly like little boys. R. Kelly do. I'm like, damn, bro. You know, when it rains and pours, dog, what's that? What's done in the dark is going to come out in the light. It's his time. Yeah, he's not stepping in the name of love anytime soon. But um, you know who else is having a bad few days? Oh, my God. Karen Civil, old fine ass. Karen Civil. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Again, what is done in the dark will come to light. And I'm going to tell you right now. We still got rooms going. Yeah. We had rooms about her on Clubhouse for the last 48 hours. They drug Karen Civil into the light multiple times in the mm-hmm. past. It and is like R. Kelly. Sometimes yeah. you drag a celebrity out into the light and people be like, yeah, but I like them. And everybody just does a mass ignore. But you keep on doing it. Like, And Jordan Lucas is basically like, dog, as these followers go up, I'm going to keep on talking. I thought Karen Civil was going to go down when Cameron talked about her. When Cameron was like, yo, Karen Civil... You stole money from us. I thought that was going to be the tipping point, but nope. like a great celebrity, she started giving to the needy. And that's usually what saves you, dog. You go you go buy a house in Haiti, and this is not to say that we don't need to be doing that. But I also, I see y'all. I see y'all. Yeah. Who else is having a bad day? Um, That's all I can think about at the moment. Like, who else Who else you thinking? Uh, I might- nobody. I'm going to flip it. You know who's having a great day? You? Me. My taste and smell is returning. I'm back. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations, I'm nigga. I had a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. It tasted like cinnamon toast crunch. You ever <laughs> had cinnamon toast crunch and it tastes like nothing? Yes. Disgusting. Yes. You ever drink water and it tasted like uh, nothing? You like it water burnt. don't taste like nothing. It tastes water tastes like cold. If you and get it cold, it tastes like hot. Right hot. now, if yeah. you lose your taste buds, Water is the most disgusting thing. It's like your oh body's God. like, yo, this is oh wrong. My God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh wow. okay, you with us. You with uh, me. Yeah. yeah but, well, I, I lost my taste for a whole month, and I was miserable. I lost, I'm, like, 20 pounds. I can imagine. You've had a, a very eventful last couple of years, which we're going to get to. But, you know, we, we, we're we going to get to that because we got to introduce what's going on with us in this podcast yeah. with all these young Black and ugly as ever, however, I stay used to down to my socks. Once again, it's in my humble opinion podcast. Uh, I'm Avery, like a very nice guy, coming to you with my brother, Jess Devon, ladies and gentlemen, Jess Devon. And we're, we're just here, you know, talking about what's going on in Houston. And uh, fresh air. The, <laughs> and I'm glad, I'm glad that my brother can actually, you know, taste things again. I'm wondering, you know, one thing, did your fat ass lose any weight, nigga? No, not at all. I'm going to tell you right now. And we're going we're gonna to introduce our guest. And he talked about losing 20 pounds. And here's what I know. Here's what I know right now, right? I got a problem with food, right? Because at a certain point, I was like, dog, 
you don't even like this. <laughs> you don't even you don't even like this, but your body was like, dog, but you're hungry though. I was like, dog, but then you could be eating paste right now. It yeah. don't matter. And my body said, don't worry, dog. Like now, I'm getting it together. I, I get that. When you realize certain things winter's just... coming together. But I was like, it was just instinctive. Like I was like, dog, what are you like at one point? I'm not gonna lie, because you know I got the mini fridge. At one point, at the height of my no taste, I knew something was wrong when I, I heard the crack as I looked down and I was cracking open a soda. Why? Why was I opening up a soda, dog? Like it tasted like I was like, let me see what this tastes like. It tasted like nothing. Yeah. Like nothing. Absolutely nothing. Spicy nothing. Pointless. Spicy nothing. Spicy nothing. There was nothing to it. I was like, oh, you just like to feel the bubbles. Nah, yeah, it was trash. Bad. It was bad. It was trash. You start to really feel like, oh, this this shit is like, especially fast food, this shit is terrible. Fast like, food is disgusting. It is. When you really realize what you're eating, it's, it's, you'll be like, this don't taste right. Now, one of the things about this, I mean, y'all have seen them already. If, you, if, if you're watching, if you're listening, you've heard these people, you know, uh, um, straight out of Crazewood, Texas, 8,900, you gonna cop, all right? Now, making sure that if you want to track with him, it's gonna be a long ass night. Like, we were talking about Jay-Z, it's Jay-Z comparable. He's never letting up on his pin game and promotion with releases like Brunch at Graces and Release Therapy. That fucking beat is amazing. And as of recent, the long-awaited project fully produced by friend of the so friend of the show, Jedi Master, one of the hardest working producers out the H. They have their project Michi. All right. It's CEO of the World Is Yours Media Group. We have father, singer, songwriter. We have Dash the Goat, ladies and gentlemen, and Jedi Mind. I'm sorry, who Jedi Master. What I almost call you Jedi Mind. Oh, that man, Jedi Mind Trick. <laughs> Is it your yeah. <laughs> you know what? Here, here we go. Here we go. He wonders, and he wonders why I fuck with him. <laughs> I know. Like this. You know what I'm saying? My name ain't changed in a long time. So, you know. All right. It still bro. has it. That's right. Man. That's that's for no, somebody. No, no. Well, okay. You hate no, Talking about name changes, and and we talked about this before uh, we got started. Uh, Dash, you were a few years late, but y'all missed the, the golden opportunity to call this album Hash and Dash. Mm -hmm. And that's what I, even when I sent this, when I sent this thing, I was like, yo, here's the meeting, it's Hash and Dash. He was like, nah, it's Jedi Master. Hash is gone. And I was yeah. like, dog, Hash and Dash. Ice, bro. Hash is on ice, man. I'll leave the, <laughs> I'll leave the rapping to to the guys that that that, uh, that do it very very well, you know what I'm saying. I don't I don't dabble in that arena anymore. Who's doing uh, well? Though? You're not coming back. Oh uh, no, nah, man, not in that form. It would take a lot. It would take a whole lot. But no, I'm ha I'm happy where I'm at, bro. I'm, I'm hey, you know, I just like to ask. You know what I'm saying? I just like to ask. Just keep feeding me samples, bro. I'm I'm good where I'm at, bro. Well, look, I'm glad that you're good. I'm glad you're coming back. Uh, we was, uh, I listened to the, uh, I was at the listening party, uh, the, the the online listening party. I went ahead and bought the album. Yep. Dash, it's great to see somebody bring 
Jedi out to do a. I was telling him before this started, the last time we interviewed him about doing a full project, it was Decorative Pillows. Great album. Great album. I said, Jedi, what's the next thing you're doing? He was like, nothing. <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, nah. I was like, you're not going to do a compilation like this again? He goes, nah, y'all might never see me. I'm not getting these people together again. Do you know how much effort it took to get all these people together? So it's a testament to you, sir. If yeah. he's like, because they was like, yo, Jedi produced the whole album. I was like, the whole album? The whole album. I was like, oh, okay. How'd you two even link up? Oh man, um, we linked up on Clubhouse. Yep. Oh, okay. Clubhouse. Yeah, shout, out, shout out to okay. uh Billy and uh Javon. They have this room called you know Music Melee. They do versus battles where people can play songs from other artists as that person, play 20 records or whatever. But they did one with new artists, so they did Dash versus uh Mikey ISO. And uh, I jumped in the room, Rob Gillette uh, pinged me into the room and I heard both of their music and I was like, man, these boys going kind of hard. And I just, I just stayed in the room and I was like, yo, I said, if y'all need some, some music, man, like let's, let's, let's do something. And then I linked up with Dash from there and then Rob even stamped it further. He was like, nah, he's, he's from Southwest and he, he can go. I was like, all right, that's even better. I don't really like messing with people, not from my side of the world, but, um, but yeah, man, we met on we met on Clubhouse and exchanged information and sent some tracks over, and then slowly it became a concept of the stuff that I was making at the time had a very like black exploitation film kind of feel to it, and then pair that with with the artwork and the concepts and the lyrics that Dash came with, man, it it turned out great, you know. But it was born out of uh, pure chance, you know. Uh, and actually, it, it, it's a good thing because there's a lot of foolishness on that app. So <laughs> to, to, go a, to go into a room that was steered around music and, and new music, new artists, because, you know, I, like you guys know, I, I moved to Dallas almost three years ago. Yeah. Um, and I really I'm not in touch with anybody new. I'm only in touch with the guys that I came up around. So. Uh, for one of them to say, hey, this guy's dope, he's nice, and, and it was actually the truth, then, um, yeah, there you have it. And that says a lot for uh, Clubhouse. This is a lot about you, Dash, because, again, also, uh, you made me download Clubhouse again. I deleted that app, man. I was just like, nah, <laughs> there's no reason for me to be. Every time I go in a room, it's like the wildest conversation, and I always come in mid-conversation. Like, I'd be like, what What did you say? You gonna do what with what? I'd be like, dog, I'm going back to bed. So, <laughs> so sitting there talking about when uh, Jedi became familiar with you once going to Clubhouse. Right. Uh, what got you started? Like, did you know, did you know of Jedi or anything already? So, no, that, and that's the, that's the, that's the crazy part because he's in a generation ahead of me. I'm right on like the generation under. So I like missed the whole life. Like in 2010, 2011, when D-Lo was going crazy, like I was in high school still. So you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of, so it kind of was, it kind of went over my head, kind of sort of. Um, the way Clubhouse is so, it's so weird. The way I joined Clubhouse was one of my classmates from high school, they invited me because they know I do music. And it was one of those things where it's like, oh, uh, 
we gonna we gonna do we gonna open the room at this time of the day and submit me one of your songs and they would never pick none of my songs i would just send it anyway so so one one day uh i stumbled upon this this room called music melee like Javon, i've been following shout out shout out my big bro he um he was one of the mods that, that was in the room and me being a lover for music i genuinely started coming into the room and you know introduce myself things like that so um i quickly got to attached into the culture so basically um i was one of those people that i always came through and support mikey as well and i've heard of mikey you know what i'm saying I, i've heard of him you know being from the southwest like i'm from brazewood and there ain't really many rappers like it's, it's rappers but I, a lot of our rappers be street be underground 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 and you really don't know about them unless you you tap into that area so it was one of those things where it was like uh it really started off as a friendly competition like oh you from a league oh okay i'm brazil <laughs> so, so it was like it was like that it, it, it was supposed to be friendly competition but it was like but it was like bro i cannot go up here and embarrass myself i gotta get my best record so we did 10 the first time we actually battled twice. The second time we did 20 records. Um, and it turned out to be like, it started off, that battle started off with us tying, like legit tying. Like it ended in a tie, the first song we played. So from there, it was like, he went 12 to three, I went 12 to three. It was like, and we kept, and it kept, it kept going back and forth and it came down to like the last vote. I lost the first one, but I won the second one. But I think I won something greater that day because i you know i was introduced to a rob and 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 a jedi you know what i'm saying like rob he was he'll come in the rooms every now and then but javon knew all the you know what i'm saying i really didn't have a relationship with these people outside of javon until i started coming into the music rooms so uh jedi came in and he was like yeah man i do beats woo, 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 blah, blah, blah. so i was like okay uh sent him my email and I want to say uh, within a day or two, I was going to finish uh, the Golden Sheep's Clothing 2, the, the project I dropped in J January. Um, and he sent me these beats and I was about to leave. I was about to leave George Studio. And when he sent me those beats, I went I went back in the studio and I did Beta Bone. And that's how the whole project started. It wasn't even supposed to happen. Oh, so there was, this was never a, hey, let's get together and let's craft out a whole album together. It was literally, it I like this beat. It started with that one song, and then when he sent it back, and then the response to it, it was like, all right, let's keep going, you know? Um, you know, you either have a plan, and you execute a plan, or you, you, you just have to, you get pulled into something that you have to complete, you know what I'm saying? And I think from there, we started thinking about, okay, well, shoot, we can do this, couple more times and we might as well just go ahead and make an album out of it because if the people enjoy it and you feel inspired to write to these records then let's go you know like I guess yeah. one of my, my biggest hurdles has always been um people's people's work ethic you know what I'm saying like I can my instrumental lane is very self-sustained I can do it when I feel like doing it and I can do it often but working with another artist you know, a lot of people don't have that, that work ethic. They get in there and knock out a song within hearing a beat and one, and actually put the music out. You know, um, I've always been a proponent of that. Like, it's like my biggest pet peeve. Like I send beats to a lot of people, man. And it's like, put that shit out, bro. Like, what are we doing? 
Is this talking about? <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah, is this about like every time we are in a room on Clubhouse and you and Rob Galletta in the same room? <laughs> Oh. Every single time. And I got to be honest, at this point, I want to hear the beat. Like, at this point, I'm like, I want to hear the beat. I want to hear the song every time. And Rob is always like, hold on. I got it coming. Rob has put out two projects. <laughs> and I'm just like, I said, Rob, now you know, Rob, you know, Rob is meticulous about what goes on. So I'm like, I know he has this. An idea of what well, he wants. I'm going to say this because I know he's going to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I, you know, I think it is. Rob is scared of my production. You think so? Yeah, mm -hmm. I think he's shook. I think he's, um, I think he's scared of what would happen if we did a full album together. Now, you heard it here first on In My Humble Opinion. <laughs> yeah, I say that to say this. I, I do have the intro on his next album, but it's not the beat that we've been talking about for the last two years. Ah. Dash got the beat. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. So I see Rob, Rob is literally tweeted. Uh, one time he tweeted you, like middle of the night, like, dang, me and Jedi should do a project the same way Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist. And I'm yeah, like, that makes ago. perfect <laughs> For the listeners, for the listeners. And that, that, that Freddie and Alchemist about two years ago. The talking sign, the, 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 the hand signal of Rob just sounds, talking, man. And it, it sounds good, and it would probably be really good if we did it, do it. I think it would be exceptionally good. So we just got to get Rob on. We, we're not talking about Rob no more. We're talking about Dash the Goat and this Michi. We are we are talking about Dash the Goat. Rob's on the album. I got a Rob story, too. I got a Rob story, too. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, okay. Let's go. Let's go ahead. Since we're since we doing this, let, let's so, go ahead and hear your Rob story. So this is we, we, we Now we in the same circles we having conversations, things like that. So I finally get the balls to ask him for a verse. He said, okay, cool. We go to George Young studio. That's who produced released every by the way. Under the show. We go to we go to we go to George Young studio. The man wrote his verse on the way there. I already had my verse. He gets to the studio. He gets to the studio. He goes in the booth first. He's like, I go first. <laughs> One take. How y'all heard it? How y'all heard it at the party? He did that in one take and went outside <laughs> after he finished and left us in there. I wrote, I rewrote my whole verse. <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't even go, I didn't even try to go and rap that shit I had in my phone, bro. I, I literally, I scrapped it, I deleted the whole thing. And with my condition, I started having a, 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 an attack. In the booth, so I so my vision got blurry. I turned off my phone. So if you listen to the last six to eight bars, I freestyle. Oh, okay. I was just rapping. <laughs> you're talking about wait, wait. You're saying with your condition. What's the condition? I have multiple cirrhosis. Ah, okay. So sometimes, what what is it like? Uh, stress or something like that? Um, it's a it's a brain and nerve condition. Yeah. So we kind of it kind of affects different stuff at different times. It's kind of like. Like you spinning the wheel almost like what's gonna fuck with you today? Like oh, man. This, 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 this. and it was one of them, them things where like I get this speech impediment like I'm drunk and my and my words start slurring like I'm like I'm drunk, but I'm not drunk. Yeah. So some of the so some of the some of the parts on the album I left them in there, you can hear me slurring, but I'm having an episode where my 
my words are slurring, but I have to get that out and how I'm rapping it. Oh, so, so one of one of the things to pick out, and you probably won't hear because George cleaned it up, but on Count Blackula on the record, when I say streets on lock, I slur, I was slurring real bad on that part. And I finally got a take to where it sounded manageable the way he can mix it. Mm. So how does that affect your performances? Um, I haven't had a performance since March of 2019. I was living in Dallas at the time. And that's why I say God is God is insane. Like he um I, I lived in Dallas five years before moving back here to Houston last September on my birthday, like around my birthday. Um he lives in Dallas. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't meet him until Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, that's, but, uh, but yeah, back to that Rob story, like Rob, like, and I, I, he, I was, and then what make it even worse about him one taking that was I was playing other songs and I really didn't play like the beat until we got like almost there. We like was 15 minutes away. So that means he wrote that in 15 minutes, got that down in 15 minutes. By the time he got to the booth and wrapped that in one take, he got all that, what he said in 15 minutes. No. And I, and he went first. <laughs> he went first. I was like, "If you don't go in here and <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's the thing about like man, that oh, that whole lineup of like from Rob to D'Lo to George." Yeah. That whole generation, myself included in that, uh, they don't play, man. Yeah, they do not play, bro. <laughs> like you want to, you want them to rap on your record. They're gonna come correct, man. Yeah, and 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 I think this album is is a. I'm not gonna say it's a passing of the torch, but it's refreshing to hear them again, and then also hear new people. You know, you got Milo on there, and I'm not saying Milo's new. He's new to me, but like. Milo from the Smush Brothers, like they just put out a great album. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Uh, George put out put out the Loop. The Loop was what last year, the year before last year. The last Loop year. is a great album. So it's just there's so much talent there. There's just they're just they make good music. You know, so uh, I'm just glad to kind of be be a part of it again in in, in a sense. Uh, but yeah, man, Rob is a killer. I'm also glad to see you know a lot of people that necessarily were like, oh, I'm kind of bad, like you say, you or Javon, where they're like, oh, no. and then all of a sudden they're like, yo, I got a beat, I'm rap, or you're out here producing. Uh, I think the first the first thing that popped on my radar was the Texas Relays. When it, when it posted... I, I gotta say this story. I gotta uh, go, go ahead, yeah. Because tell us about this, because it posted, and I was like, what is it? Is it a truck? And then people kept retweeting it people kept i said let me listen to this and then i was like oh i said who is dash <laughs> like said, who is dash and why does everybody like him because these are not like everybody's joining up well i was like oh okay let me see what project you got going so, so tell us about texas relays texas relays was originally called acres it was called acres at first oh, okay me and mikey it was supposed to be me and mikey's first collab together this was after the battle yeah, we had started the process of doing the album. We decided we was gonna do it. That was gonna be the leading single, Icarus. But something happened to where it got delayed. For whatever reason, it didn't come out on the day it was supposed to come out. 
So that gave me, and it was a really a blessing in disguise. It gave me some time to really rethink and reformat it because Javon heard it. And Javon was like, ooh, let me rap on this. So it went from me and my so it went from me and my key to me, my key, and Javon. So us three was on the song. So I go, I go, I go to uh preach out, shout out to preach. He hear the song, I say. He said, it's missing something. I said, yeah, get on it. <laughs> he said, I see what I can do. So I sent him, I sent him all our verses in about a day or two, a day or two. He sent back his verse. <laughs> and that's how it happened. Yeah. That's literally like that. And it's one of those things where I mean, one, it sounds like even though you're telling us how it's put together. Your album sounds like everybody's trying to one up each other. Like that's what I like about it. It sounds like <laughs> like it literally sounds like everybody heard everybody's verse and went, "Nah, I'm going back. I'm gonna go back and redo mine." Like you hear Delorean, you hear Galette, you hear Preach, you hear Javon, you hear Milo, you hear these people, and it's like. Did y'all like drop a verse and then you was like, yeah, but I heard his verse. Now I'm going to go back and redo mine. I mean, it really sounds like it was put together like that. So my, my whole thought process was in the type of piece that he was sending, uh, it really put me in that that realm before he even said it of a black exploitation film. And I wanted it to flow like the soundtrack of a black exploitation film. So I, the way that the album flows is we, we put our heads together for a lot of that. But a lot of it was, you know, how songs started, how they ended. Like a Javon talking to say, "Oh, Dad's calling me." Boom, 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 and it leads to the to the to the record with with D'Lo. I set that I set that up like it the the album to have like this thing where you know we rapping, then it's the intermission, then it's the softer records, then it's the heartfelt records, then it, end, it just ends like that. But it's a reason why it's so condensed, and it's only certain records that was like three, four minutes. Like that was that that wasn't we could have made the records longer, but it was like if I can grab your attention in that short period of time, then we could keep this shit going. You know, whether it's every two years, every year, every year and a half, we keep this going to where the next time we post it, we already got pre-orders and everything going out the roof. And, and really it was one of those things where um I dropped uh the go to sheep clothing in January and I didn't feel like it was doing like really much of anything. It was like it was like a, a tree falling in the forest, kind of sort of, and it's kind of discouraging. Um, as an as an up and coming artist from 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 Houston, and you you cool with all these people, and all these people know you you rapping, you singing, and it's like okay, this is not taking off. I need to remap some stuff. I, I really was contemplating quitting. Like I I uh, I said this during a listening party. Like this album wasn't even supposed to happen, and I think. When Jedi, when Jedi sent me those beats, when he showed me he was serious, I think that that gave me my second win to where I, where I started, I started the project and it just turned into a project. It wasn't even supposed to be a project. Like I, I keep saying it. Like I, I literally just rapped on a record. I was with the little homie Esco, shout out Esco Lil. I was with, I was with her. We was in the studio. We was about to leave. He sent me the pack. We just went in there and rapped. And it, and it turned into that from 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 a minute and some change. And it, and it turned into that. And it was one of those things where we caught, we uh, hit him on the phone. Was like, hey, hey, bro. We we we, we kind of had our heads together on, on, on the same thing of 
we need to do like something like I don't even want to rap on nobody else's beat. Let's just lock in and just do this right now. And whether whether I had those features or not, that album was gonna be done. It took me longer and was and the reason why it's coming out in September and it all worked out in the end was because I had all those features and just timing and getting everybody to do it. Ah, okay, okay. Like yeah, for instance, we were trying we were trying to drop that wood in the summer, like yeah, like that July, would be June, July, something like that. Yeah. 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 It was like because I already had an idea of what I wanted to do with the project because I already had the beats. So yeah. the first thing I do, I like the first thing I do is like the beats that I have, the beats that are that really stick out, the beats that I feel like is gonna grab attention. I just put them in the order of what I of my ear of listening to it. I just put it in the order like I have my words on it. And I just imagine everything I want to say while it's playing. And I just listen to like an instrumental album almost. Kind of like when you listen to a Jedi project. Because yeah. he's not happy, you just hear the songs. So I listen to it in the vein of that. And that's why it flows the way it flows. It just so happened that I, I worked with a lot of dope artists who are very creative to where it made my job so much easier to where I can put it together and it doesn't sound forced. Like I'm just, okay, you need this type of record. You need this type of record. You need a record for the ladies. You need, the, you need a rap record. It, it didn't sound like that. It sounds like it all it all flowed together. Like the record that I got with DeLorean is so crazy. Shout out to D-Lo. Oh I did that record. Like he's not going to do this record. And that is why I rapped a 32. <laughs> okay. So that's why I was rapping so long on that record. It ended right there. Like it ended at the part where he came in. So I was like, even if he don't do it, that's the record. Right. So a week passed by, I don't hear nothing. Two weeks passed by. Then he finally, he 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 was on Clubhouse. He was like, hey, Dad, I'm in the studio. I'm going to do your verse. And I was like, oh, shit. It's going down. <laughs> So he sends me the he sends me the verse back like a couple of days later. I'm on the way to work. So I open the email. I open the email. I almost crashed my goddamn car when I first heard that verse. I was like, "Yes, like oh, I got the girl." So Jedi was like, "Bro, <laughs> you gotta hit this verse," and I couldn't wait. I was like, "Bro, I'm not even gonna wait to park my car. I'm just gonna play it." And introspective D-Lo is like. Like it's like you know how like you you watch Kobe guy rest his soul you you watch him hoop and he be chilling and then a, and you see that switch come on and mm-hmm. it's, that yeah. was Elo on that song it was like he was he he had a certain flow he he kind of talked about it in the room like we I've known Elo for shit I mean it's been over ten years easy but um. When we first worked together, there was he had a lot of good people around him musically, but I felt like his voice, his tone, and his command on a track needed the sound that I was kind of developing because I was still I was still finding my way as far as production and what it meant. Like 0708, I almost quit before I even really got started, you know, yeah. out of frustration or or just not really knowing enough, you know, I didn't have enough experiences to draw off of. So I was just kind of like, man, F this, you know, I did Dustin's first album. I did d first mixtape, most of it, not all of it. Uh, 
But the, the thing that I was excited about when I heard the song, I think he posted it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, hold on. And I heard the last half of his verse, and I was like, oh, we taking it. Like, that's that's old D-Lo. Like, D-Lo can really, some people say, like, okay, I, I'll freestyle. And they, you know, they might say something clever here and there, but they, you can, you can see their mind at work, and it's kind of slower, it's behind the beat, and they're trying to figure out where they're going. No, his rapping and his freestyling at that level sound the same. Like, yeah, might have wrote that, he might not have written it, written it all, and he just gets a feeling and he just goes. So, especially on that beat in particular, that's probably my favorite beat on the whole project. Yeah. So when I heard the song back for the first time, I mean, I, I let down the sunroof and the windows. I said, "Oh man, this is, this is it. This is this is what, this is what I like being done on my beats. <laughs> like, this is what I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it, and and I have to take myself out of it sometimes. You know, I listen when I listen to the album back. At that very moment, I was still listening from a consumer ear. Like, okay. We had track five. There's been a lot of rapping. Where does it go from here? And then the interlude sets up the softer records and more of the, the story, more of the deeper records. And when it did that, I was like, oh. And then when it was over, and I didn't necessarily want it to be over, I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is 100% tailor-made for, for, for a lot of people. But for me specifically, I was like, no, I can listen to this every day. Yeah, you know? that's um, fantastic. Yeah, it's perfect, perfect, uh, perfect length of the album. And I mean, speaking on uh, the song Debonair, I mean, if you know D'Lo, I mean, the beat fits and the nigga's Debonair, you know what I'm saying? No homo. Text my ex like I'm moving in. But like I, 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 girl, like what I'm gonna do with him? him <laughs> you. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really so doing for my peoples and my hooligans. McGregor Park, they ain't on my level art. I just asked him for a 16, oh, and that shows his spirit because I just asked him for a 16. He didn't oh, have that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. He, was at, um, he was at my man's house. I got a shout out Pug, man. Pug is like, that's like my little, like, I'm not gonna say my little homie, but like we we grew up together in most cities. Like yeah. I've known him since we were Jay High. And he was the first dude I ever seen with an NPC. He had an NPC in high school and I was like going into college. Um, he started making beats. He was a drum major and all this other crazy stuff. But he was like, really doing this before I even thought about making music. So like the circle is tight, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of different people in it, but like a lot of our paths have crossed and there's like real relationships there. So that's why I'm happy about this album too. Like George, George is a, a genius, bro. Like George yeah. is mixing, mastering, production and rapping. Like he's super clever, like, and he and came then, and, and uh, not to not to cut you off, but like you don't normally let somebody. I mean, unless we're talking about Chris, unless we're talking about Rockaway, 
You yeah. don't let people mix your stuff. You let George yeah. do this. Yeah, I, I, I really took a, I took a passenger approach to this man, and it's not, it's against my nature, uh, because I'm very controlling in a, in a good way and a bad way. But like I met George through hosting the beat battles that that, that I used to do, and people would tell me, man, this is a kid on the north side. And as soon as they said north side, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a joke but once i heard once i heard the music i was like nah he he's got that ear and he did a couple battles and shout out to him shout out to charity she's another one that came up through those ranks and uh you know she's dope as well yeah but to kind of come full full circle where it's like the stuff that i do i'll mix and master it myself or i'll send it to rockaway and i'm just at the mercy of his time and whenever he gets back but for for the longest time since day one i have never let Maybe him and James Kelly. James mastered a couple of things that we did over at Wire Road, but it was always Chris. I would let him do his magic and make it sound the way he he knew I wanted it to sound. And with with, with George and with Dash, you know, I kind of stayed out of the way. I was like, here here's the music. Here's here's something to think about. I remember sending an email to Dash like, hey, I think this might be the intro and this might be the outro. You know, I just feel like this sounds like the in, the bookends to whatever you're gonna do in in the middle space. Um, I want to say that Isley Brothers record, I want to say I sent that to George. I don't know. I thought I sent that to George separately, but then it was like, okay, Dash must have heard it of it. Or maybe I sent it to Dash. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But that came together in a way that I really didn't expect because I didn't I didn't know Milo was going to be on it. And then I, I didn't know George was going to jump on it either because I remember him telling me he had like, you know, he was taking his time. He wasn't really creating at the time so that record is uh to me is like a hit song it's you know like and it's it comes on in the part of the album where you kind of want to hear a song with a hook i, 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 I guess here's <laughs> the, the world is yours yeah. and, and here here's the other thing i'm gonna ask uh uh jedi i'm gonna ask you first and then i'm gonna ask a, a follow-up question to dash uh there appears to be this common theme of, I don't want to say tired, but Jedi, there, there were points where you're like, Doug, I'm just, look, I'm not trying to do no project with other people. I like to control my own stuff. And you hear George like, Doug, I'm kind of busy. I'm not, like, I'm working on this other stuff. I don't want to do it. And then, you know, when you, you hear D-Lo, who's, yo, you sound like old D-Lo, and, and Rob doing the one take. And it's like you're seeing all these guys that I don't want to say they were tired, but they're like, look, I'm doing my own thing. Like, I'm getting this going. I got my own stuff going. I can't wait on y'all because I don't know what y'all want to do. And then what is it about Dash where it all just kind of started to come together? Because this really feels like old 2010. Like, y'all are, like are excited. Jedi, you don't usually, I told you, after we talked about decorative, when we talked after decorative pillows, you were like a boxer that won, but it was a hard fight. Like, you were like, <laughs> thank you. Like, I won, and I'm going to lay down. Like, I'm going to lay down. Went I went the distance with decorative pillows, and man. This, like, you, I mean, in the middle of the interview, you wrapping other people's verses. Like, you are excited about this project. What well, is it about this? You know, um... Well, I, I can't speak for, for all of them, but I do know that 
and this is not a this is maybe this is a humble brag. I, I do think my production brings people brings something out of certain people. Um, like Rob and D'Lo, they'll tell you that, you know, like there's it's different. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like it's I feel like I feel like it's almost like it's too good. And they oh, like, like, like this guy. Like, no, no, listen to listen to what I'm saying. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Keep going, keep going. They, they kind of say, you know, and I'm gonna get deep for a second. You you ever had a connection with uh, a woman that you knew from the moment y'all met, the moment y'all talked the first time, y'all hung out the first time, like, yo, if I if I put my toes a little bit deeper in this pool she will be running my life. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I feel like a after my initial, you know, introduction to the Houston rap scene and the production scene, I got a lot of attention from outside of my camp, you know, of like, oh, I want to, I want to get a beat. And then from there, you know, there were songs here and there, but we, ne I never locked, locked back in with D-Lo to do more than one song. I never locked back in with Rob to get more than one beat on his project. And for whatever reason, life happens, you know, it was a long time ago. But I think my excitement is just, my motivation was purely based on the talent of Dash. From what I heard in that room, the rapping and the singing, and then listening to the stuff he had put out previously, I was like, like, he's really good, so I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he's gonna, I don't think he's gonna mistreat this opportunity and I want to see where it goes. So it's kind of, you kind of need something new every once in a while to to open you back up to like, okay, this is this is why I really wanted to make beats. You know, I want to make beats that become songs, that become albums, and becomes things that people listen to forever. That's initially I never wanted to just put my beats out there and then you know let people interpret or rap, take them for a dollar and rap on them. You know what I'm saying? I know that should be happening. Uh, but that, that wasn't why I got into it. I'm from RZA, Alchemist, Dr. Dre, Dilla. I want to, I can produce your entire thing and we can make something that's going to last. So that's why I'm excited because it, it came out, it turned out fantastic in my, in my opinion. Now for Dash, my follow-up question would be, I mean, you talked about getting ready to send a beat over to D-Lo, not thinking he's going to return it. You know what I mean? And you talked about Galette, like, you're like, yo, you're like, I know Galette. Like, you knew of some of these people before, just, and and you're younger. You're younger than this class. We're not saying, like, substantially younger. I'm older than all of y'all. And then there's Jedi's group and Avery. And then there's you that's coming up behind what is it like to get these people that you have heard of not only come out for your album, but show out? Like, I, I recognize this man's talent and I want to do something on this album. It was worth more than money for me. It, that's all, I, that's, that's all I, I, I never wanted. So now I really can get to the bag now. That's all I wanted. That's really, with this project, it was really one of those things. It was really like a passion project. Project like, mm -hmm. can I really do this? Can I really put this together? Can I really, really put my bread behind this? Really, really go the distance with, um, you know, just from the artwork and everything surrounding it. I didn't even drop the artwork until the album was completely 100% done. I had that artwork for three 
months. And I was like, you know how hard it was to hold that? (laughs) 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 It was so, it was so tough to hold that down. But um, to have the, the, the older generation put their arm around me and say, you got it. You, 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 you have what it takes to, to take this to the next level. It, it meant more to me than anything I've ever experienced in my life. It, it was kind of one of those things where it, it, when, when you're in the mix of it, you, you really, you really, you really don't understand it. It's kind of like, I, I didn't really, it didn't really hit me until the album was completely done. And then I sat and I listened to what I created all those months of just putting, you know, so much into it. And just like, and just like Jedi said, like when it comes to certain things, I'm particular with how I want it to sound, who's going to be on it. Uh, I got to write my own and like that, that's rapper brain. But this is the first project I ever had somebody write a song for me. Uh, the, the, the Whitley loves Dwayne record was written by my manager at the time and that the entire record her party and my part really and that was the first time i ever had anybody do something like that for me and it was one of those things where it was like you just have to trust the process and but to make a long story less long bro it, it really it really meant a lot to me especially when they came out you know they gave their feedback everybody Nobody was like, "Burn your shit trash." So I was like, "I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, baby, we made it, <laughs> we made it." Because yeah. I, I could, I'm, I'm, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to my sound. Like if I, if I mess up on a note, if I mess up, like if I mess up a bar, that's gonna bother me. It's, it's gonna bother me. Like, like it's certain songs that I came out with uh, when I was going under the moniker Thy Kingdom. It's certain songs that I put out back then that I got remastered and put out again that I hear and I'll be like, I messed up on every that I messed up here. I should have said it like this, but like, I, I, I hate listening to those songs, even up to this, the project I dropped in January, which was really, really good. That was the first yeah. project I could listen to. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't get tired of listening to it. Like this one, this is all I listened to. And I, I said this earlier, like three of my five favorite verses of this year is on that album. Like, and, like, yeah, yeah, that's not, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's hyperbole because when I heard it, like, I, I mean, when I heard it, I bought it. <laughs> so, <laughs> when I heard it, I was like, oh, okay, let me go ahead and buy this. I'm not even going to wait for it to start streaming. Like, yeah. let me just go ahead wait for the Bandcamp. Also, uh, people buy music from Bandcamp. Like, stop. Yeah. Like, it takes yeah. like four billion streams to get a nigga a dollar. Like, buy people's music. Or if you'll get a nigga twenty nine dollars. Like, oh I'm God. telling you. Or, or I, I can't legitimately say I support an art like and people the artists that have been on the show know like if you come out with vinyl I'll buy it I like mm-hmm. the artists we bring on I like those artists so I was like I will buy your stuff I can't really say I support somebody if I D'Lo said it best he was like <laughs> thank you for this penny like I appreciate it like yo I listen to you all the time he's like One you, gave me, of you a gave penny. me four nickels. <laughs> like, I appreciate not it. Even a penny, not even a penny, man. Somebody, <laughs> somebody is somewhere in a boardroom getting paid millions of dollars. Oh, sovereign. ridiculous hey, amount. Let's split this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> let's take a and cut it up and be like, yeah, they get this. 
Yeah. When they bring no, bro. Like yeah. game is is twisted. But shout out to everybody that support the album, man. Go buy it. Please. Tell you, tell your people. I want this to spread like wildfire, man. Wow. Tell everybody about it. Check it out. I now before I say something crazy, <laughs> I have not heard anything. Um I've heard some good projects out of Houston this year. This is this is easily number one. Different. It's different. There's, there's, it's different. I, I, it's, it's different. There's no, there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt in my mind. I'll tell so, you. And, 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 y'all niggas got three months left. <laughs> <laughs> because if not, y'all got y'all got to let Dash have the title this year, man. Y'all tripping if you think otherwise. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. We see duo like uh i think uh, uh one of my favorite stories where where killer mike meets lp because of adult swim like that was it cartoon network hooked him up he was like who's that and they was like who's that that's literally they went in the room they did one song together they're like let's do another one and now we're four albums deep man you know what i mean and killer mike is literally like yo i'm not a solo artist anymore this is what i do i'm not trying to put that pressure on y'all but i am saying like, uh, what what are the thoughts now? Are we planning on doing another one? And I'm asking this as the album just came out, what, yesterday? <laughs> but <laughs> the album just came out yesterday, but with people this love, feeling. People love looking up upon the horizon. Yes. Instead of what's Absolutely. In front. People but, love looking on the horizon because I like to see reinvigoration. And that's what I'm seeing amongst yeah. a group yeah, of rappers man. that I really enjoy. I'm seeing a lot of people like, you know what I really like? I like rapping. And I was like, yo, I like I like I like hearing y'all rap. And it's so much better. I like happy, happy Ryan is is good. This is a happy Jedi. Oh, <laughs> this, man, this man has been Darth Vader for like the last three years. Like he's you like, see, yo, you it has very to be. unhappy before. So you understand the difference. There's a big difference, man. Like all the time. <laughs> but to answer your question, I mean, yeah, we, we you know, uh, part two is in the works, man. Oh, um, yes. And fantastic. I don't even know if I should tell them. Should I tell them about the, the side project, Dash? Or should yes, I? absolutely. Come on, wait, 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 wait. 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 That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, we know now at least that there is a part two in the works and that there's a side project of some sort that we can't talk about yet. But I feel like everybody should be excited about one. Everybody needs to go uh, listen to the album. Like everybody, especially if you listen to Texas Relays, like if you were just on Twitter and you heard Texas Relays and you like you like that, the album is more of that. It is just it's quick. It's precise. It hits you in the gut. It's like in and out, and it keeps getting better. You hear Dash going, and then all of a sudden you hear Rob Gillette, and you're like, that was a cold vert. And then the next thing mm-hmm. you know, it's like, mine. then the next thing you know, it's Relays. Next thing you know, it's D-Lo. And then it's still an album. It is not like a, it's not a beat tape. No. And no. you rapped no, over it. There are, there are vocals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, it's not a beat tape, but it doesn't even sound like, yo, I emailed you this and like I emailed you 30 tracks and you rapped over 10 and we put it out. It don't no, sound it like that at all. 
collaborative effort, man. We yeah. really, you know, we bounced ideas. He would send me stuff as they finished it. Some of the stuff was a surprise. Like I hadn't heard the whole album until maybe a week ago when he sent me the master ahead of time. Yeah. So uh, I've been riding around to the master for a week now and I couldn't get tired of it. I was like, this is, this is what, this is what it should be. Um, but also, you know, this is not, um, this, we didn't stick to a formula that, that you get tired of from, from certain artists that put out albums like Clockwork. Yeah. Uh, this is not a 30 track horror gospel album either. <laughs> Like if you want to call out Kanye, just say Kanye's. Name. I'm just saying. I mean, this, this is not that. If you wanted to listen to a concise, cohesive uh, piece of work, yeah, that you don't have to pick and choose what songs are your favorites. Yeah, they're all good. Michi is what you want. Yeah, that that Kanye West choose your own adventure album is. Oh my god, that's what it was. I was like, God, would you like to make a playlist? This feels like disrespect to Kanye, but it is mm -hmm, open mm -hmm, respect mm -hmm. because there are people that have put out 30 <laughs> and 45 track albums <laughs> that we've hey, never man. even mentioned on this show. He was dressed like the foot. Like the Phantom of the Opera. The Foot Clan, yes. <laughs> and, uh, he was. brought out he was. Marilyn Manson. He was. Who got a rape case. First off, first off. To sit on the stoop of a haunted house <laughs> from the house that he used to live in, recreated. In a stadium, in a stadium that he was still recording in, yeah. a man rented out a stadium like Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. I just, he looked like him. He looked like Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> he did. When you give me, me twenty-seven songs and only like five of them actually would meet the definition of a song, yeah, and only three of those are good. Yeah. I'm telling you, Kanye is the uh, ultimate marketer. I'm like, this man went on tour with a rough draft. With the rubber I don't understand how he did it. He's yeah. done that. He's done that three times. Yes. I'm still tinkering with it. I'm still well. Then go away. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Leave we'll us come alone. Come back when it's done. <laughs> Leave us alone. Everything oh, after oh. my beautiful dark twisted fantasy has been a rough draft. Everything. Every every album. Jesus. Every oh, album. Yeah. He's like I'm so working on. You guys all had, you know, hopefully you had your mother's cooking at some point or some some woman's yeah. cooking. And yeah, you might get a taste before it's done. But she never said, hey, come and come and get it. And she's half <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Never said that, man. She said she finished it. Here's what it might be like. It got better and you got it plated and you sat down, and you ate it. Yeah. And you're like, damn, I'm, I'm glad I waited until the end. Yeah, consume this. And in this in this day and age, with no physical copies, really, there's no need to tell us a release date. There's mm -hmm. not. Like, no. if you're not gonna release on your release date, Bro. like you told, you called me. You called me. <laughs> I'm gonna be there at seven. And then I got ready, and I was like, I'm ready. And you like, actually, nah. I'm gonna be there tomorrow. And I'm like, why'd you when call me? Go, when people go to press up their their product on vinyl. 
there's a certain amount of time that you can put on each side of the record that doesn't that doesn't affect the quality of the sound. Now you can put yeah. more songs on on one side, but it's usually about 30 minutes on each side. Anything above that, you're killing the quality of the music. Do you know how many records would have to ship <laughs> for the Donda album? Oh my god. I'm about yeah. 12 records. Yeah. Front and back. I, it's a commemorative set for one album. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> For one mediocre album. Oh, wait. Control, also, man. this is just a quick side note because I'm super pretentious. Uh, y'all pressing up any vinyls? I'm pretentious. I like a vinyl. You know what I'm saying? I like the vinyl. I like the vinyl sound. I just picked up a my second commemorative copy of the Wu-Tang album. I don't know why, just because. like because it's so short. It would be very easy to do, and Dash, we will talk about that later. But I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it during the listening party. I, I'm, I'm you could get away you. with um, album on one side, instrumentals on the other. I'm telling you. Ah. I'm telling you, because I, I was I was definitely ready when I went to your, when I went to your band camp. That's what I was looking for. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's a good ass idea. Yeah. I'm telling you. And that's the, the and, and you know what? And that's the only way you can get the instrumentals. You got to buy the record. I'm not going to put the instrumentals out on, on streaming. I like that. That's that would good marketing. That would defeat the purpose. That's that. fantastic marketing. And that's what that's what's good. Look, I like I like projects like this. Uh, I would definitely support it. I'm definitely getting the vinyl. So y'all just let me know. It's really going down, man. Artists put out vinyl. I'm just here for it. And I like seeing what you guys are doing. We've heard what you guys got out, all right? Yeah. So we already know to go out there and pick up Michi, stream it, buy it. When it comes out on vinyl, right. get it. Like, support the artist. And also, really, support the people that you want to hear more from. Yeah. This is how you do it. Like, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to hear more from an artist, support him. Because, again, like, we, we interview a lot of artists on this show. It concerns me when artists that I like be like, dog, I was about to quit. <laughs> Why I mean, like what? They're like I put my heart and soul into this, and y'all didn't really pay attention like I thought y'all was going to. And so that's why when I see the ground, when I saw the Twitter groundswell come up, I can give you some insight to that. How much time you got, man? But first of all, this is, there ain't no tape. <laughs> we can keep on recording. Go ahead, tell us so, about it. You know, Houston is um, uh oh, is a very very different place. Uh, it's a special place, man. I, I love Houston, but I also feel like there, there are a lot of missed opportunities in the city um, from the artist standpoint, uh, from the music standpoint as a whole. You know, there, there just there's too many stories of people falling through the cracks, um, even, even tying in the Karen Civil situation that we kind of alluded to earlier. You know, there's a lot of money grab situations there's a lot yeah. of fake management there's a lot of yeah. fake pr there's a lot of smoke and mirrors um and, and i'm not saying it's exclusive to houston i'm just speaking from experience i don't know it from any other place yeah um but the music somehow has become far less important uh than everything else the looks mm. the, the features the video the 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 posturing at the club the popping bottles mm -hmm. throwing money it's all the it's like the frosting is better than the cake mm -hmm. 
and 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 honestly man it, it it still plagues the city to a certain degree maybe not as much maybe it's gotten better i don't know dash could probably speak to it a little bit more but um covid de definitely didn't help anybody um from from performing the music and giving and being you know within distance of the people to to, to feed them the music um but th there's there's something about that place bro inside the beltway that for some reason certain shit gets gets attention and certain shit doesn't and no matter no to no fault of the artists either you know you could have a great plan you could have a great rollout um you could do everything everybody else tells you what you should be doing they've never done it but they they're experts um, <laughs> and and uh and or you can do it your own way and see what happens uh dash says something earlier maybe think about uh this was 20 uh, 2011. um i put out relationship as an ep in february and then i backdoor with an album called break something i think in november of that year now the ep was never meant to happen sort of like this it was just like i had an idea i wanted to talk about a relationship from start to finish over my own beats and it 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 got some attention in the city got some attention from writers and shea serrano people like that houston press all like all like all that jazz and then the album that i put out after that was a full length this is like the album you know in my mind i'm like this is it i got i paid for a guilty simpson feature damn and it wasn't met with the same energy yeah so all that told me and then on top of that in full disclosure me and my brothers you know dustin prestige floss john do thoroughgood rob j we all pulled money together and had a pr team represent us because we all had albums done mm -hmm. and they're based out of brooklyn new york called audible treats and a lot of people that we were colleagues with or knew of they they were represented by them as well and we thought like okay if we put money towards it maybe we'll get posted on different sites this is back when blogs were still a thing um not so much more now but back then it was everything two dope boys you know it was invaluable getting posted on all right or rap radar had just started uh and and, and it, it was important to try to get outside of the underground and get it posted where people from other places could connect to the music and anyways long story short we put in a lot of money and had people represent us and we did not get posted and not one more blog than we didn't already do on our own and we paid i i, I would say together six month campaign uh, album dropped every month i think we i think we spent together like 10 12k um and that money would have been better served in in merch uh in setting up our own tour we could have done all that shit by ourselves yeah and probably and probably would have yielded better results so that's the stuff that um i hope people listen to you know i have no qualms about talking about my l's because that that molded me to where i'm at now where I'm at peace with music, bro. I'm going to make beats until the day I die and I'm going to put them out and I'm hopefully going to meet uh, artists and, and create relationships like I have with Dash to keep putting music out. So I've let go of 
winning over hometown. I, I could give a fuck. Uh, so it's a mind shift, you know, and I think a lot of things that have happened in Houston over the years is just smoke and mirrors. And there's new artists that believe the hype every single day. They just, oh, I just got to do this. I got to get on this website. I got to get this go DJ to spin my record. All these scams and shams. It's like you just have to find what works for you. And you, the, the, I think the, I'm quoting Jay-Z, the incredible thing we did is that we didn't quit. Mm. That was the smartest thing that I've ever done. Uh, I can't speak for everybody. I know a lot of people say, hey, man, I almost stopped. I, I'm done with this shit. I'm tired. I don't want to do it no more. Uh, I just chose to reinvent myself and, and not quit because I, I knew I couldn't do that. You know, that was the last thing I wanted to do. So that's my that's my soapbox. That's my sermon for the night. Pass the place twice and all that. <laughs> now, Dash, for you, because we're talking about uh, Jedi and crew, you were saying, you know, like like when D'Lo was going, you were like, I was in high school, you know? As a new artist that's in Houston, and, you know, you might not necessarily be, this is not music, sadly. And I'm not trying to... Tank. No, 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 no. This ain't. No, 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 no. Trust me. I'm not trying to make anybody yeah. feel the way yeah. I feel. I'm not. I don't no. want anybody to feel bitter. I don't. I'm not bitter anymore. I used yeah. to be. I used to be very, very bitter. I, I just. I'm just speaking my, my, my experience. You know that that was my experience, and and I changed because of my experience. And I've. And the story about the two albums was that something that I did not put a lot of. Lot of planning behind was the thing that people gravitated towards yeah. versus something that I I slaved over for a year and a half, crafting and producing and rapping and doing all this stuff. And it was just like, eh, that's cool. So that's <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, he does that hip hop, beat, beat, boom, bap, bebop shit. He does that shit over there, that shit cool. But it was just like, damn, I was vulnerable and talked about relationships and you like that, but then I'm trading bars with Guilty Simpson and yeah. you kind of yeah, like, like hey. I'm good. I'm good. So I say that to say like it's not always gonna be the thing inside your head that you think should be what puts you on the map because it's not it, it's always the other thing, you know. It, it's always those moments where you are on your last. I had my laptop stolen out of my car at Eighth Wonder Brewery. I was there for 30 minutes, had a beer came out, all of my beats was gone. Oh my God. I had to get laptops given to me from other people to make beats again. And then I dropped the beat tape of mix of like, this is really, this is, I'm sorry, bro. I'm, I'm like, nah, 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 say it, say it. Like, yeah. I dropped There Are No Words in 2016. Those were all one track mixes of beats that I hadn't really even started to shop or like play for people. And I made a beat tape out of it and I got a lot of response out of a negative. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. replacing, replacing all of your beats, bro. And I had been making beats for like over 10 years at that point. I wanted to quit that day. I was like, yeah. I hate these niggas out here. So that changed my trajectory in a lot of ways. Cause I was like, well, I got to start over. But hey, I know that I've done this and this and this, and I can do it again. They can steal this laptop I'm on right now. It does. It will not phase me. Yeah. I'll get another one and I'll make more beats. Let's go. So I'm done. Go ahead, Dash. 
Uh, and Dash, to you, I mean, as a newer artist that's out here in Houston, what are your feelings about just being a newer artist out here? Um, the the feeling of finally getting your peers and everyone to acknowledge you, um, that have some kind of respect and some kind of ill. I mean, these guys that work for Crit, they they work with, you know, a lot of people um, that I want to work with one day, eventually. You know what I'm saying? And it, my 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 style of rap and the things that I'm doing is like a, it's almost like I'm last of a dying breed. Of, it's a lot of rap that happens out here. No shots to nobody or these guys, but it's like it's no longer introspective rap it's more so club over here party over here what sound what sound good in my car i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna ride this wave this is this is what's hot right now this 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 word is popular on twitter and instagram oh so song and and for me i've always even when i first started i always said i want to live forever through my music and i think jedi was one of those people who he felt the same way I feel and he didn't have to say much for me to see that. Cause some people can say whatever and it'd be a crock of, you know what, but some people, they don't have to say it and they just put it in their actions and they, they, they it's the way they carry themselves with their production. And it's more so like, bro, I'm, tr- I'm, this is my, this is my baby. I'm trusting you with my baby. Like, you feel me? Like I could, you know, I could reach out to a Rob, I could reach out to a DeLorean, I could reach out. I know these people in real life. You see what I'm saying? Let's see what you can do though. I heard I heard I heard what you can do. I like that. Let's do it. And really what made me want to do this project the most was more so I want to prove to myself that I could do it. I stopped caring about I think I think now because I'm older, of course, but it's more so looking like Houston is a tough, is a tough place to be an underground artist. It's a tough place. But when the people love you, they love you. When you, it's, it's hard to kick in that door though. It's like, it's it's so tough that it makes other places seem easy to get on. Like, you know, you you you, you see Atlanta or, you know, they, they, they'll, they'll go quiet and they'll just explode with just so many people. You see California, they'll go quiet and then all of a sudden this door just opens and New York and all these different places. And it kind of makes you like, damn, like, you know, I, I can name so many people from my city that do what I do that's dope that nobody even cares about. You, you see what I'm saying? Not, no, and again, that was, I was, I was in a better place though. Like, I, like, I was, I was, not being humble as far as like I was like, I know I'm better than this nigga. I know I'm better like just talking crazy. <laughs> like, like, no, like, like seriously though. Like, like seriously though. <laughs> but it it ain't about it ain't about being better than nobody. It's about running your running your marathon the way you run your marathon. Cause at the end of the day, it is a marathon, it's not a race. Um so so really the scene is tough, but for me. I just put my head down and got to work, really. I just stopped caring about public perception. And slowly but surely, and Clubhouse helped with that. More so, my name 
and my music spread like wildfire. Like once people, like when we did that battle, my streams jumped like 10,000 streams. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm about to get paid. No. streams <laughs> <laughs> you say, here goes $3. Yeah. What? $3 three months from now. But yeah. yeah. What? what? Down, 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 down the line. <laughs> I, I think it's changed so much, you know, like now as an artist now, like I wouldn't even know where, well, I, I know where to start, but I, in Houston, I wouldn't know wh- what are the avenues, you know what I'm saying? Like who's doing the shows, who's doing it? Like, I don't even, it's a new cast of characters, you know what I'm saying? It, it's a new, there's a new guard, there's a, or it could be more of the same. I just don't, I just don't know. I don't operate in that space anymore. But like you said, Dash, like running your race, not, not, it takes a lot to not care about that stuff, man. Yeah. It, it, it really does. To, you know, we used to get on, we used to be Twitter beefing over uh, top 10 rapper lists, you know? I mean, in front, I'm, I'm dead serious. Boys was in their feelings about, not being mentioned, I think acknowledgement, acknowledgement is a uh, is is a is an offshoot of respect, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, it was always like, man, I just want y'all to understand that that we're here and this is what we do, and nobody does what we do better than how we do it. Yeah. That that was that was pretty much it. I never never really saw. I didn't see people like Propane and D'Lo and Rob and Dobizi. I didn't necessarily see them as competition. They were in a way, but I never saw them that way because I felt like we're not really doing the same thing. We are, but I'm doing, there's a whole nother world of sector of people that I would probably be more aligned with musically than some of those guys. It's just, I was fortunate to blur those lines a little bit and work with them, bring them into my world and vice versa. That was that was one of my conscious goals. I was like, Houston doesn't have to be so segmented. It, it could yeah. be, you know, it could blur like, you know, Sauce Walker popping up on a West Side Gun song. I mean, hey. that's evidence to me. Hey. Either one, <laughs> Y'all niggas like beats with no drums, and I've been doing yeah. that for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> you like hearing sauce on stuff that's not necessarily saucy. Absolutely. So it Absolutely. it can't be it can't be this. It's got to sound this way because it reson it it originates from Houston. I think whenever the city gets to that point. They're gonna open themselves up to a lot of a lot of different artists. You know, we are Houston. You know what I'm saying? He's 8900 Brazewood. I'm Mo City until until I'm six feet under, and it'll probably be in Mo City. So, you know, like it doesn't have to be this one thing. You know what I'm saying? It could be Houston can be a lot of different things. You get you get Asian food in Houston. You get Mexican food in Houston. You get African whole food in Houston, you get African food in Houston, you get Jamaican food in Houston. You can get different types of music, specifically rap in Houston, and it still be Houston. I don't know what everybody's problem is. I just I just I just want it to be different. Like I, I feel like 
Yeah. And, and what's crazy? What's crazy about that, bro? What's crazy about this guy being from Mo City is, bro, eighty nine hundred Bracewood in Mo City is about a five to ten minute drive. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like literally, five to ten minute drive is up the way. Like Brian mm-hmm. gave and all that. It's just right up the way. Not only that, I got cousins out there. I'm always there. Not only that, I was living in Dallas for five years. <laughs> My kids <laughs> are from Dallas, and I never read <laughs> this thing. It's just, it's just, it's just, it it makes me. That's why I um uh, I never question the creator's timing. Really, it's, it's a. There, there's an for me there's a lot of pride in that in that area the, the most city the the true southwest i understand that a leaf has since hijacked that term <laughs> <laughs> clearly the west clearly the west <laughs> it is the west it's, yeah. it's south it's you know, not the southwest south katie mm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> But, I love when he's on the show. Oh my god! Uh, so, no, no shot. I don't want no problems. But, uh, <laughs> but that area, that area, that, like, I can't tell you how much I took South Main from most city through Stafford to Houston. I can't tell you how many times I've been on Brazewood. I can't tell you how many times where Rob stayed. You know, mm-hmm. I've been up and down Fondren and Brazewood so many different times for so many different reasons. Mm-hmm. That area has always felt like, nah, I I love this area over here. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been I've been on every corner you can imagine out there. And to kind of put the puzzle together and we all link up and we all uh appear on this album in some in some form or fashion, it is pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 you couldn't have planned it better, you know what I'm saying? So the the wildest thing about this album is 90% of this album is people either from the Southwest or Southwest they leave from O City. I think Esco from LA, yeah. George from the north side. But that's it. Everybody else. <laughs> George is an anomaly because he's really <laughs> He's really got the soul of a South Side. <laughs> he allow it, and, and I, I love George, and I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad there's a real one out there on that side. Wow. One. There's at least wow. one. Damn. It's nice. I'm 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 dope, bro. <laughs> I don't want to smoke. Don't don't do side. Let me not say nothing to get get to the point where I can't come back home, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody, you, North Side. You are, you are super North Side right now. You in Dallas? I'm yeah. in South Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, uh, South hey, Oklahoma. Hey, I'm always on the south side of something. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, uh, too. I see Wonder. that. I see that. Well, you know, here, sir. Leave your shoes at the door. This is a cashmere carpet. Now, Michi, happy birthday, man! From, in my humble opinion, to you, brother. You know what I'm saying? You you made the journey, chapter 29, man. Congratulations. And I hope many more for you. We really want to thank you guys for coming out, for having Jedi Master on here, a friend of the show, always showing love. You know what I'm saying? Friend of the foe. 
you're I I like <laughs> I was gonna say something slick. I was gonna say yeah, I, know. I, know I, really, I, I was gonna go. No, I no, like no, Jedi's no, music, I hate him as a person. I love, but, I love, no. I love y'all brothers. I love what y'all yeah. yeah, I like you as a person. And there was, like, there was no talk of Michael or Prince, so we're good. <laughs> I'm happy my blood pressure is low. <laughs> the opposite of Jadakiss. His blood pressure is not building. Now we also have <laughs> Mishi, you know what I'm saying? Once again, brother, thank you so much. Thank you for being on the show. Like, you know, Dash the Goat. Now, Michi, you're, you're making a full name change? Uh, no. Okay. like, nah. The reason why, though, and I hate, because I changed my name so many times, mm -hmm. that if I changed my name again, I think the people that actually know me would be like, hey, bro. Okay. Hey, bro. Yeah. But no, but um, Michi is a family nickname, you know what I'm saying? And in true black quotation fashion, you know, you have your chef, you have your superflies, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is something that when you hear Michi, it's anonymous with Dash to go, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. even even without the name change, I got people calling me Michi now. Like, that's pretty dope. <laughs> like, pretty dope. It's, it's kind of weird because, because. Because people outside my family calling me that, but it's it's sure. more so. I that's what I wanted, you know what I'm saying? That's what I wanted as far as that 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 moniker. And I think, um, and once again, just thanking everybody that was a part of the project, uh, Allies of Grace. Um, shout out to Jedi for even believing in the vision and yeah. believing in a young dude that that really don't have a lot under his belt as far as like the biggest name or like my name is not ringing bells in the city. Like you feel what I'm saying? Like him to actually hit this brother it's gonna be different i was about to say people are talking people are talking people are talking yeah what will fat joe say yesterday's price is not today the price went up that's true because i feel like people are waiting for the 24 you know what i'm saying i feel like i feel like you're waiting on the 24. now when you get those annoying messages hey man can i get you on a product project you could be like Take your time, be like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, y'all are already working on y'all are already working on part two and, and the side project, Hatch and Dash, which I'm already <laughs> 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 I'ma I'm tell you, I'm sorry, you dog. One of these days, Hash gonna rap again. It's gonna happen. I told I told it's gonna happen. Um, I told you that I said it's gonna be hard rapping on other beats. Mm. It's hard, like this. It's, it's like me having to, like me having to go back and pick beats from other places for this next project. It's already making my head. I'm telling you that I, I, I'm not, I, I, not to even make the comparison, but like I said, that's what that's what Killer Mike said. Yeah, Killer Mike was literally like, and and, and this is not to say that Killer Mike wasn't on good beats before LP. But he was like, Doug, after I rapped over one album with LP, I was like, why? Like, why am I doing this other stuff? And the trap beat, he goes, Doug, he do stuff that I want to do. He listen. If and, and he don't care if we going to go off. Like, there ain't no like, oh, I don't know how this is going to look because he don't care. But it's, you, I think that's a product of trust, right? You know, you have to. You have to see what you have to fill each other out and see see what what's gonna come about and then from there, it's like okay, 
now we we know we have we have proof of concept you know yeah. works and the people yeah. like it and you know it'd be easy very easy to do it again you know so uh coming soon michi's revenge Ooh, oh, yeah. it's a working title it might change but hey, man, I'm, I'm glad y'all just said it out here man That's i really want to tell y'all about this side project though but but the dad said i can't let pass, man. i'm really excited about it too bro you you can't like I, I, all i'm gonna say is um without revealing too much because i feel like we're revealing too much and i feel like when we turn the camera off i feel like we can go yeah. I'm gonna also tell you this, all right? It's only a set number of people that listen to this show. All right. I'm gonna be real with you. We working our way up, but it's like now look when we do when we do a world premiere on here, it take a while to world premiere because people really will come is. up and be like, hey dog, y'all should do an episode with such a I'm telling oh you, dog, God. in three months, three months, mark you, somebody gonna walk up to me and be like, Hey, dog, y'all should y'all should have one with Dash. Mm -hmm. I'm like, who? Dash to go. He got a good record called Michi. I'm be like, oh, for real? Yeah. At this point, I don't even correct people. I'd be like, for real? And then I go back and I look. The streams come later with us. Like later on, I'm like, dog, <laughs> y'all are listening to episode 33. Yeah, all organic, man. Let people catch on. Yeah, whatever they catch like, on. Because the music. This is not, this is, we didn't do something temporary. We're not riding trends. We're not, you know, you, you're going to be able to play this album next year, man. Yeah. So if they catch it next year, then hey, they catch it next year. And that's, that's my thing. It gives you a good feel. It's the same way I like people doing their own, whether it be Griselda or Currency or Larry June or Freddie Gibbs, like people that are just like, dog, I do not care what y'all are listening to. Like, I make this. And if you want to listen to it, cool. And it take a while to catch on, because yeah, Avery told me about Freddie Gibbs years ago, and I was like, yeah. a, a nigga from Indiana, all right. <laughs> like we're, we're in that we're in that world now. Yeah, you know? we're not in. Uh, we're not confined to to one geographic location, man. We yeah. we're, we're in that that stratosphere. Alchemist, Freddie Gibbs, Griselda, we're. The music, the music is hold is gonna hold up to that stuff. So, and yeah, that's really, what that's really what it's coming down to. Having that knowledge itself is that's that's what's important. Of you guys being able to say, you know what, this is what I'm gonna do. And I, one thing I do like about you, you Jedi, is because you always, you know, you do point out the truth. Uh, there's a lot going on in Houston, like you said. There, it's it's not. There's not one thing. Let, let's be honest. Houston, I see what it is. It's you got to have a cool car, bunch of bitches, and some money. Nigga, no. Fucking rap. Sorry. <laughs> just what it is. I'm sick of this shit, too. I see it all the time. You That's why I got off of Clubhouse. The shit was fake. I will say, anyway. Houston is the brunch capital of the world. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, but I like I like I like uh fried chicken and red velvet waffles <laughs> and, and, hookah? And, and hookah. I'm not gonna lie, dog. Y'all can relax on the hookah. Like, I all right, it's cool. Like, y'all have fun. I was never a big hookah person, but dog, y'all got yeah. to relax. Also, yeah. I thought the pandemic would take care of hookah for us. No, y'all are like aggressively hookahing 
because of the pandemic. Like you're oh, like pandemic ain't gonna stop me. Up the hookahs now, the hookah babies, bro. Yeah, you they, they, do, they doing some masterful shit with the hookah right, right. Yeah. I have to admit, in the, in the middle of a pandemic, me and another rapper that's not to be named went to a hookah bar, and I didn't want to go. We show up. We're oh, with other people. And right. I go, hmm. Was it his know, suggestion? Uh, was, it, was it their suggestion or yours? It was their, nigga, no, it's not mine. It was their <laughs> suggestion. We were somewhere else. Did and then they go, let's rapper? go to the hookah bar. And I was with my people. So I'm going, uh, this isn't the the brightest idea. So no, yeah. you gotta reveal that name, bro. Who was it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought, all right, when y'all reveal the project, he'll reveal the name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> y'all reveal the project, he'll reveal the name. For real. But uh who could but once again who could no, we, just, we just really want to thank you guys for for, they for really Mayley, you know, they Mayley, huh? So <laughs> he tried to narrow it down. He was like, <laughs> like they from A Leaf. I'm I'm never I will never tell. Want to want to thank you guys once again for showing up. My computer's on eleven percent, so you know what I'm saying. Yeah. When I first like was doing the outro, I was like, God damn, nigga's going down. So <laughs> I really want to thank you, <laughs> Jedi Jedi Master, and of course. You know, Michi, a.k.a. Dash the Goat, once again, happy birthday again. Thank you. This has been another episode of In My Humble Opinion, Humbly Yours. Avery, like a very nice guy. And Jess Devon and My Humble Opinion podcast. H-Town, too sweet. H-Town's too sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>